Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. So they're turning down the music for you guys right now. Yeah. Right. It's like a mystery things. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Like someone's up there watching, turning different things on the phone. Like, um. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Ryan McGonigal here, the uh, the founding forefather of Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. You're making such a presence. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Well, here, you, you'll be able now. to pass that on down. It doesn't work. Can I see this really quick? Yo, I'm going to be getting that. Hey, Ryan. Just use it as a prop on. and then yell. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Use it as a prop. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> It doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to interview these guys? This works great. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna start with you. What's your name? All right. Uh, hi, my name is Benjamin Stockham, and believe it or not, I'm 18 years old. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Which film did you do? Uh, me and, uh, and I, I'm yeah. Merritt. Uh, hello, I'm Merritt Layton. I'm 16, and we did Play Man together. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we also had um, um, my sister Marlo also helped um, animate it. She's over there, so so. Hi. Awesome. Wow, that sounds epic. Um, um, ben did most of the art, and um, I helped write most of it and come up with it with him. So yeah, we came up with it in the car. Um, we were trying to figure out why Batman was called Batman and Robin. Like why are they just, because they're both flying animals? Like why? And then um, we were just like, what about Spider-Man? Why are they all animals? We were trying to figure out why everything's going on. Why not, why not Plain Man? And then we looked up Plain Man <laughs> and one of the first results um, had our friend um, Jacob's name in it. So we're just like, oh my God, Jacob's Plain Man. Oh, that's fantastic. So, um, then we had, then we just started spiraling together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got bitten um, by a radioactive plane. Yes. So, <laughs> so um, and we started theorizing about different um, vehicles and how they could be different superheroes. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was really interesting coming up with the idea, so. Yeah. That's awesome, you guys. I love how just like the universe kind of lined things up for you. Yeah. You know, the way that it, that happened. It's it's astounding when you when you come across those magical moments in life and you just kind of follow it along, right? Uh, what so what what which ones did you guys work on? Absolutely. I loved Plain Man, by the way. That was uh, one of my favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's important. Yeah. 
You did the same joke, right? I totally I, yeah, stole it's your true. joke. It's a good um, joke. I did, my name's Drew Lewis. I did Fan Man's Basement. Woo! That was absolutely amazing. I'll put that out there real quick. Um, that, so yeah, it was the only one starring an action figure, but uh, I really loved the animations of some of the other ones that I saw, and it was really inspiring to be a part of a block of like such young filmmakers. I was just like blown away. So uh, thank you guys for having me, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, where did you first get the concept for oh, yeah. so, good question. Fan Man? Um, so Fan Man's Basement took me two years from start to finish, if you can believe that. Wow. Um, Were you the only animator? I was the only animator for about 95% of the shoot. And then I brought on a couple friends, actually. Caleb's in the audience right there. Another dude with the hat and the beard. He helped out for, for a couple weeks with some of the uh, dialogue and stuff. But most of it was just by myself in my free time all the free time I had, right? Um, but yeah, so I got the idea because I saw the, the action figure head sculpt of a Batman with the movable mouth, and I was like, hmm, I can make him talk. Uh, so then, and I'd been wanting to actually start a YouTube channel myself with this, like around the same kind of premise, but I was like, ah, I don't, it's too much work. So I made a story about a guy starting a YouTube channel. And, um, so it was made as a proof of concept for a series that I'm pitching right now to like networks and stuff. Woo! Dude, I would absolutely watch that. Uh, that kind of reminded me of like a robot chicken on a on Adult Swim. swim. Yeah. You know yes. <laughs> no, I think that's perfect. I, honestly, that's kind of what we had in mind. That was like the network that we had in mind when we made it. So yeah, it's, it's really perfect. cool that you said that. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. So you did Brothers Day Out, right? Yes. Um, Hi, I'm Tom. Chris Mejia, and I'm um, 28 years old, and yes, I created um, Tim with the Red Cap, Brothers Day Out. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. Yeah, um, yeah, it took me two years to animate the whole thing, like, by myself, so I pretty much did the 100% of the whole film, and I went to I went to a university to study it as an animation major, so it's like um, I learned, like, the art side and the illustration and, you know, like... Um, the animation knowledge actually um, pulled back from high school because we had like an animation class that was like kind of all bare bones and stuff. And that's where um, I made some animated cartoons and like, hey, you know, maybe if I make some cartoons, maybe Nickelodeon will hire me or something, which um, never happened. But <laughs> it hasn't happened. Hasn't yet. happened, yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, the inspiration behind Brothers Day Out was really more like growing up with my siblings here because we would have like these um, adventures when we were younger, going out places and, you know, having these silly, wacky situations. And, you know, I just thought, like, when... And I would make comic books out of them, you know, based off of the life of our of, 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 of the, the four of us. I mean, the, the, the other one is, isn't here present at the moment, but the, uh, the two younger siblings right over there, my sister, Stephanie, and, and, and my little brother. So that's, like, basically, like, the inspiration, like, of the idea, hey, what if we... Like, I imagine, hey, what if, you know, we if I saw ourselves as cartoon characters, you know, going to, like... Having these like these adventures like in you know, like that's like a loose interpretation of like the real world in a way, and that's where um, Brothers Day Out came along because it was more based off of the four of us going to a Dave and Buster arcade and playing one of the arcade games. That's awesome, man. Really cool. That's awesome. So you. Uh, yeah, it was like two parts. It was like in two parts. Like it's like one. Yeah, it was like a laborious set, but it was all worth it in the end because you know when it was presented at the Cal State Fullerton, that's where I attended to. People loved it. So. Yeah, that's great. It's Excellent. So Grayson, uh, what, where did, where did you get that? Nobody can probably understand where you got the motivation or the inspiration for your. Uh... Uh, I watched Saturday Night Live. I was like, hey, I can steal that. <laughs>
No, I just like uh, I just like Chris Farley. Uh, he's actually one of the people that got me into acting. Uh, like, uh, so I was like, hey, let's honor him by doing my favorite skit by him, except adapting on it. Why not? That's cool. I don't have any. I, I have so much free time on my hands. I don't have anything else to do. Do I? Can you imagine that as a series? Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, what What's your next project? Um, well, let's see. I did Black Pumpkin. I did American Horror, so I don't have anything up right now, do oh, I? So you got everything off the bucket list already. Yeah, kind of. Well, now you can retire. <laughs> <laughs> or go to Disneyland, either one of the two. I mean, I'm done. So, are you pan? <laughs> so do, do you, are you drawn to horror films, or what are your favorite genres? Uh, comedy. Easily comedy. Um, I'd say comedy, action, horror, then drama and romance, which is like the bottom of the list. And ironically, I do drama a lot. So, uh, do you have any plans of doing animations, like the voices? I think you you're really good at impressions. Um. Hello. <laughs> Did I just hear a microphone? The voice of Hello. God. The voice oh of God, God has boomed, okay, boometh don't, through don't the heavens. It's a prop now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Oh, okay. Now, now it's working. Oh, okay. That's so, you never know what's going to happen at Kapow. That's the beauty of it. Um, I, I do have one more project. I, um, it's called NC-16. We are doing the, the script, by the way. I'm going to just say that. But uh, what was the question about earlier? I got lost in train of thought. Wait, did you say NC-16? You won't be old enough to watch it. Uh, no. No. No, I, I don't So you're inventing a movie that you're not even going to be old enough to watch? Exactly. No, that's the name of the movie, NC-16. Oh, gotcha. Or TV series. Sorry. Oh, TV series. What, what is it based on? Um, Are you allowed to say at this point? I don't. Do your lawyers say it's okay? Uh, no. Uh, okay. Very good. So it's about a guy who's out there in the world. It's about teens. That's all I can say. Oh, good. I like it. That's good. That's good. Any new, any new uh, projects for you? Here, could you hand it to that guy? Any new projects uh, for you in the works? Um, I have ideas. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, uh, what, 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 what tiny giblets of information would you like to share with the populace? Teens. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Put that in your thesaurus. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. But See, new, new thoughts are born here at Kapow all the time. You never know what's waiting around the corner, do you, Grayson? Uh, God, no, not with you guys, no. Very true, very true. So, uh, do, you, do you like doing voices for animations? Uh, I do, actually. I, uh, I, I like doing impressions. I mean, people tell me they're good. Who's your favorite impression? Um, I like to do Scottish impressions. Well, let's listen to him. Yes! Okay. Let's listen to him. <clears throat> all right, what should I say? Um... Talk about uh, animating. Right, so animating is really hard. You draw a picture and then you draw again, over and over again, hundreds of times, thousands of times. And honestly, it's pretty fun. I like it. Oh, that's good. Do you do, you do impressions as well? Um, no, I, I don't do impressions, but um, I like doing voices. I'm actually working on the reboot of She-Ra, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power for Netflix right now. You're doing the voice I'm voices doing, on I'm it? I'm not doing She-Ra, I'm doing Frosta, but I can't say much about the character itself or 
I don't even know if I'm allowed to do the voice, but I like I love doing voices for characters. I love looking at characters and thinking, what would come out of that face? Mm-hmm. I love doing mm-hmm. that. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things to do. And um, uh, I also love doing Plain Man because um, we got to like design the characters for like it was just it was like a crazy experience because I've always been like the one behind the mic and not seeing everything happen. So it was really cool. Were you there with the animation process? Did you two animate it and do the voices? Um, um, we didn't. We, uh, we both did voices. Um, we did all voices. of our friends did voices as yeah, well. Um, yeah. He did most of the animation along with my um, my sister Marlo, yeah. um, and we also um, we couldn't do it all by ourselves, or else it would take it like way longer. Yeah. So we um, got someone to also to help us um, animate like all the basic stuff, and then we find. Like, like they wouldn't have fine tuned it. I'm not. I'm not good at drawing. I just like doing voices. You know, I just had this idea. I was just spawned by, uh, inspired by an idea. You know, in the old Scooby Doo episodes, where like Batman and Robin would show up, or like uh, Bette Midler, or uh, you know, someone like that, they'd come out of the shadows. Like, what are they doing on Batman and Robin, or on Scooby Doo? What if uh, John Foley appeared with with a, a team up with Plain Man? And they have yeah, to, like, crazy he has to motivate, like, like a, a Godzilla creature or something. Yes. Playman could just fly around his head. Yes, like, um, oh, you know that episode of um, Fairly Odd Parents where it, like, co- collabed with Jimmy Neutron? Like, uh, that, yeah. that was They crazy. did that? Yeah. Where the worlds crossed over? It was so weird, because they, like, switched art styles. I love so when stuff Jimmy happens Neutron like that. Neutron power. No, Jimmy and Jimmy Neutron power hour. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was amazing. So did, that, did that help inspire your animation? Um, well, not that in particular, but, uh, we did have, we had kind of like a wacky zany thing going on that I could definitely like see like fairly odd parents or something like that doing. Oh, that's fantastic. Let me ask this, this young man something. Um, so what, what new projects do you have in the works? New projects. Well, let's see. I'm selling, I'm trying to sell Fan Man's Basement, which is in and of itself like a full-time thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then aside from that, so this is, believe it or not, like my 10th short film. So I would just encourage you guys to just keep making them. Just keep going um, as much as you can about anything that excites you and like just sparks that creativity. Just explore it. And um, so okay, so I'm I'm definitely want to work with actors again. I just I worked with an action figure for two years and I'm like, all right, yeah, I need I need to work with people. Yeah. Uh, again. So um, I have a story. I don't want to get too much into it, but it's more of like a crime drama. Uh, it's more serious because I have a feature that's written in sort of the same vein, so I'm mm. trying to showcase that a little bit. Um, but it's basically a story of a $20 bill exchanged between five different characters, and there's like a different transaction between each. Oh, each cool. Uh, kind of a basic premise, but um, yeah, so that's a short that I'm hoping to shoot by the end of the year, early next year. Um, yeah. Have you thought about combining live action with your... your uh, Stop motion like stuff? action, yeah, yeah action figure stuff. I think that uh, stop motion lends itself to to really like adding it to live action and, and all sorts of genres. Like Clash of the Titans and stuff. Clash of the Titans, the old Hobbit movie, like all this stuff. You know, Star Wars, the original Star Wars mm-hmm. used stop motion. Um, I like it. I, I think it's it gives it like this weird whimsical feel. Like the way that stop motion looks on screen is very unique. Um, I think that I would love to make a music video that incorporated stop motion. I don't know exactly how it would work in a narrative, unless it was like a dream sequence or something. Um, but it's definitely something I think about all the time. Yeah, that's fantastic. Are you? Are you? Did you want to make uh, like? How would you go about getting people to 
get a hold of Fan Man's Basement? I mean, have you just yeah, been sending it so, off to Adult Swim? So right now, it's, it's, it's on Vimeo demand, on demand for now. It'll be released free as soon as we're done hitting the festival circuit. Um, so it's doing really well in festivals right now. Um, you can find it on fanmansbasement.com. You can also find it on the like, company's website, blackcannabis.com. Um, and yeah, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. He's got an actual Instagram account, so you can like, it's in his voice. Awesome. So uh, it's fun. It's at Fan Man's Basement. Really simple. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Cool. Thanks for enjoying it. I, like I said, it was an honor to, to screen amongst you guys. So cool. Yeah. Did it, did I'm so sorry. Did any of you guys have questions? Does anyone out there have a question? Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is that Instagram? Yeah. No, no, the Instagram is at, at Fanman's Basement for Fanman's Basement, but let's go down the line here. Here we go. Uh, Grayson Thorne Kilpatrick. Whoa, spell uh, that. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, spell it, spell, spell it. it. Oh, G-R-A-Y-S-O-N-T-H-O-R-N-E-K-A-L-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. -E I know, it's a mouthful, right? <laughs> um, I'm at Ben J. Stockium. Uh, B E N J S T O C K H A M. Um, my Instagram is Merit Layton. It's M E R I T L E I G H T O N. Um, no double R, no double T. People always do that. <laughs> Merit. Oh, nice. uh, and my Instagram is oh wow um is um Crispy Newtons um and that's C H R I S M E J I A T O O N S. And while you got that microphone real fast, what, what are some of your new, newest projects you're going to create? Well, um, I actually made a second episode to this series by myself about a flying dog. And I was hoping to get a screen, too, along with um, Brother's Day Out. But um, I don't know. I think you, it didn't get picked up for some reason. But um, it can, um, it can find it online, actually, if you want to check it out there. It's, it's called um, Cooking in the Sky with Balloons. And I'm moving forward to working on um, episode three, and it's probably going to be the longest one in the series, like um, another two-parter, and it's going to be about party. And it's going to complete, like, was going to be like a sort of a mini-series of short films that will act like a TV show in a way. Or, of course, like, it's a naive dream from a childhood I had, like, hey, what if, I comic books actually end up like looking like a TV show quality and you know I think I managed to pull that off pretty well but um, I have episode 3 worked on I have the script ready and then afterwards I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it however I could say that I'm, I'm thinking about wanting to make a movie out of it based off the characters and then I have some original characters ideas um, personal projects I have right now that it's kind of forming right now and you know based off of original characters not from real people but Characters coming out of my head, and I probably might do something like either turn it into a comic book or probably pitch it around as TV series or something. So who knows? That's fantastic. Well, you guys, we have to go now to get so they can clean up the the uh, thing. But thank you guys so much for coming out to Kapow, and thank you guys for submitting your stuff. This is so kick ass. Thank you guys for having us. You're welcome. Oh, nice thank you. you thank you. Bobby, and so she basically gave the characters 
development, because if not, it would just be a bunch of death scenes. Oh, I don't want to talk. Talk. Uh, yeah, so talk. Ryan... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to cross. Uh, Three, Ryan two, brought me in, actually, through Lisa, who has now left. Um, we wrote a movie together, uh, somehow managed to scrape up enough money to <laughs> get people to make the movie with us, and it took a while, but now it's on the big screen, and very grateful. That's right. It's been a kind of a crazy ride. Uh, we did, it was, once we got the money, we got the story, we had to do the casting. Um, Mr. Clinton and I, kind of by virtue of being cool, got a part. They were the only actors I knew. He didn't know the other actors, we didn't tell them. There's something to be said for picking a low-hanging fruit once in a while. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But then we actually did the casting process, and this guy's got an interesting story about he could tell you his cast. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I, was, uh, I was in the middle of shooting a, uh, a, a independent, another independent film, and I had my wife's car, and I didn't have my headshots and stuff on me. So I literally... Explain to them what happened. <laughs> I literally talk. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, because when you do an audition, the biggest thing, you know, I must get 40 books, and the biggest thing is you're going to pick, I need a headshot to buy nuts on it, and that's a, that's a, it's like a full of trade to have. Exactly. Okay, so it's a big actor, no, no, it's not to have a headshot. Exactly. So I timed it where I could have left, you know, right at lunchtime, drove over from near USC area, hit the audition, and didn't have my headshot and resume on me, which honestly for me, something that never happened. So this is like the first time that's ever happened. I know it is a huge no-no. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, went in, did the audition, and I was gonna have to get back for lunch was over, and he was like, hey, you know, Dave's like, yeah, here's your resume. And I was like, oh, you know, I feel like that actor that time, and I'm like, I don't, you know, and I was always like, man, I'm never gonna be that actor. I was like, I don't have a headshot resume. You always have extras and stuff. That was like that dude at that moment. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, no. And I was like, oh, shoot. You know, I'm so sorry. I'm like in the middle of shooting. I don't have my car, my wife's car. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, okay. So I was like walking out, left the room and everything. And then Ryan comes out, hey, 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 man. Um, yeah, so we want to wait and bring, you know, come back uh, next week for the callbacks or whatever. And I was like, like, really? You know, he was like, yeah, 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 just come back. I was like, same time, same place? He was like, yeah, same time, same place. Uh, so I was like, cool. You know, it was like awesome. Because Ryan came out and, you know, like, got me on that. Oh, yes. You know, better believe it. I came back for the, you know, for the callback. I have my headshot and resume with me for real. So, but, uh, so that was basically how that all went. But it was an interesting little story on that. Uh, then, you know, obviously they got the role and uh, got to be able to team up with these guys and uh, great, you know, crew, great cast. We had fun on set. So, uh, blessed to be part of this family. You know, I had a really good time. Awesome. And then after all uh, was filmed, we had some problems with production. Didn't get quite finished. Just bloody, bloody Black Pumpkin, we filmed in April. It's on the screen today. Bloody Bobby took us about a little bit longer. <laughs> yes, yes. Bloody Bobby took a little bit longer to get on the screen from the moment we filmed it to the moment we cut it. was in decades, right? That's why um, it seems like a grindhouse, something from the 70s, because that feels like how long it took. So this gentleman, again, Chris, helped us with the end of it, kind of cobble everything together with this mastery of the computer. We just had fun, and Ryan came, and we're like, oh, let's do some sounds, let's do some pictures there. And then we found out like a lot of other things were 
need to be done in a film. So Joe's like, the grindhouse view. Like, okay, that's the way to work it. Like, we have no cost here, let's burn that film there. <laughs> and uh, put some crazy sounds in it, and we have a movie. <laughs> so that's basically it. And then, you know, also work on Black Punk and sound score and all that stuff. Right, so it debuted this, our first, this is the third Kapow. We debuted our first Kapow, which was three years ago in Corona. And then Ryan had this idea of having a, uh, let's do this again. Well, so um, once um, Lenny Bobby got picked up by Uncorked um, for distribution, we had a little momentum behind us. and. Um, they were really kind enough to uh, write us an LOI for distribution for a sequel. And that's where Triangle Road Entertainment came on board. Um, but this time, when I decided that of, if I was going to do a sequel, is I wanted to be the director, because if anyone's going to fuck up the film, it's going to be me. Because <laughs> it's really hard just to sit there and fix someone else's mistakes for like two years. So um, instead of The Grindhouse, we went with um, 80s style horror. And um, I tried to keep that going through the whole thing. Um, but real quick, before Grayson get up here. Me? Yeah, Why? get up here. <laughs> Pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> so this time around, um, with it being like in the 80s, I wanted to have a younger cast. Because Halloween is for little kids. and. <laughs> Get to try to kill little kids in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Greason was actually the very first kid that we called in for pork chop. You know that, right? Uh -huh. yeah. You want to kill me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> and um, through him, we actually used him on the other, um, like the casting reads. Like he just had it. So we just really were finding an Elliot that meshed with him. And is Dobie in here? Did he leave? Dogan, I think you left. Is Chevinger? Oh, okay. Well, his mom's here, so cheer for Dogan. Are any of the cast members still in the audience from Quiet Pumpkin? I think Joe left. Joe left? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. So I'm the only one here. No? No? No, I'm sorry. Oh, the Grayson story, actually, we were doing the headshots, and we had a description of what we wanted. And remember what you said when I sent you his picture for the first time? He was perfect. It was it. It was like if um, someone sent me the character that I was like envisioning the entire time. It was like eerie on how much he was worked out. But also you said, I hope he can act. I hope he can act. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were able to shoot around that part. but. <laughs> Beat me to the punchline. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's, he was like awesome on set. It was like having like a little brother. And um, even parts in the, uh, that we didn't have written was him improvising. And it looked so cool on camera. We just like pushed like it kiss. in. Yeah. The kiss. Yeah, yeah the, the kiss was completely <laughs> improvised. I had no idea that that was even making it into the film. The kiss. <laughs> <laughs> they called me up like, uh, uh, hey, yeah, come to ADR. We want you to make the kiss more clear. What? <laughs> we had way too much fun in ADR. <laughs> yeah, so um, we did the original cast of the, the main girls, um, and we had one drop out. 
Um, and that was for the Ashley character, the one that gets ran over. And I'll try to return. Oh, oh microphone back. So um, uh, we go through a casting process again. Um, and it was like very limited because we were going to start shooting like, like in a couple weeks. Yes. So um, it came down to like two girls and um, we at the New York Life building and uh, Brittany came and she didn't get the role. Hold on. <laughs> and what ended up happening was in the next couple days, we had an actress that was gonna play Carolee fall through from scheduling. So we just said, hey, let's call her up. She was game. So she shows up and the first couple, like the second day on set, for us, she shows up and starts improvising lines that we didn't even have for her. And so like by the end of the day, I'm rewriting the story so she's the main final girl in Bloody Bobby Free. So uh, there's an interesting story to you about uh, the guy down at the end. He's not only the first one, he plays a twin, as you probably saw. And he's changed. It's metamorphosis. Well, we get to kill Kirk twice. Twice. We yeah. <laughs> Delightfully nice. But it's, it's funny how he changed, because he had to change his persona. When, talk about how it's different to play both characters. First of all, I just want to say you're all on my podcast right now. <laughs> Second of all, your future selves are listening to this. Uh, play both characters. I mean, it was you so played I played both characters, and then uh, Ryan said, we need you to look like, uh, like you're this conspiracy theorist guy, and he's just completely, you went off the rails, and he's just this miser, and we want you to look, you know, just un unshaven and long hair. And I said, well, can't we just do a long wig or something? Can I please just put some... A fake beard on. He goes, no. This is you have to. You have to do it. Production value. <laughs> and once I started growing my hair long in the beard, I, I started levitating and turning water into wine. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Listening to a lot more Alan Watts. And uh, now, now I understand why why John Lennon grew his hair long. Right? It's the antennas to the universe. Current big question: Are you going to go back to short hair? And no Three mohawks. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. There's Maybe a tail. I think we ought to get John Marshall over here. Is John there, there's John Marshall. Ladies and gentlemen, he's production designer on both Bloody Bobby and Black Pumpkin. Mr. Marshall. Mike Schley, why don't you come down here too? He does, he did design the stabbing cabin. He did, he put this stabbing cabin together. So here. Here, could you have uh, could you have John Marshall talk through this? Yo yo yo, is this working? Yo, yo. Just yell. Oh, now it's That's working. Yo, this is Ice T. All right, now it's working. <laughs> this guy became known as Miracle Mike. On this one, he fixed everything that broke, and created the stabbing cabin, and it was his very first time on a set. Wow. Had wow. never done it before. I've been hanging around for 40 years, so first time. Have a chat. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, it was a great experience. First time out, uh, 
John here gave me a lot of responsibility and let me roll the ball along with Chris over here. The Three Musketeers along with Kim. And uh, we're missing one, Bika, wherever she is. She had designed the uh, Play Bobby Mask. And uh, we miss her right now. But it was a great experience. And uh, if anybody out here could get on a film set, do it. You'll love it. Can you guys talk about you had a lofty budget to do what you did? Oh, a huge the what? A lofty budget. The what? <laughs> He's only came here. What a budget? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how did you do this on No Money? There's a story behind how you found, we had a kitchen scene, but you had to come up with the money. You want us to give away all our secrets. Yeah. For us, it's, we're all family here. Uh, the idea of the kitchen, what's interesting, we shot that actually in a garage. And uh, the idea came to Mike and I while we were driving to work one day. And we're coming in and we're going, you know what, let's not try and make over one that exists. Let's go ahead and create one. Okay, how are you going to do that? We went on to what websites? Uh, it was on Craigslist. And Craigslist and everything else. All those pieces were free. People were trying to get rid of entire kitchens. They were renovating, doing things like that. So we ran down, picked all that up. We actually did that for the cost of a stainless steel sink and two gallons of paint. Wow. So I, I like was in San Pedro with them one day, and as we're driving, like there's people just leaving stuff on the curb, and they're stopping. They're going through people's <laughs> stuff. That's and I think that's what ended up being part of like old man Levitt's house in the opening. That was our biggest secret. I just want to say something really fast about you guys, some, some magic trick that you did. There was a magic trick that happened, another magic trick, if you don't mind me revealing this one. This is how we made the elephant disappear. Uh, there's, a, there's a portion where we needed a gun case, and Mike goes, you know what, I'll be, I'll be back in a couple hours, I'm going to go find a gun case. I'm like, you're just going to go find one just out there in an alley or something? He's like, oh yeah, 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 I'll be back, don't worry about it. And sure enough, he came back with a gun case. <laughs> Talk about manifestation of reality, that was awesome. With a light, yeah, with a light. <laughs> and it played really well. It did. Yeah, this is, yeah, as you, everyone here knows, when you go out to do a film of this size, you've got to think on your feet. And whatever comes your way, do not drive past. <laughs> you can always put it back on the street later. <laughs> Real quick, is, uh, is my dad out there in the audience? Dad, Dad, why don't you come down? He played, if you remember the blue-faced alien in Blood Bobby, he's the blue-faced alien. <laughs> it was my first time being able to uh, to to have any family members on a on a set, so it was quite an honor to be able to. Uh, Just yell. It was an honor. Oh. It was an honor. Dad, my dad on the set. He was the one who had encouraged me ever since I was a little kid to just follow my dreams, follow my heart. Never tried to steer me in a specific direction. Just kind of kept encouraging what my excitements were. Just kept encouraging more and more of that. And so for me to be on Bloody Bobby, my first feature film, naturally I had to have him on set, on set any way I could. And he even helped out with the set decorations too. And uh, Kurt was kind enough to credit me in there as a uh, set decorator and the blue-faced alien. Yeah. <laughs> And also the Eagle Wrangler. I don't know if you noticed that in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> but Bloody Bobby, um, before we were able to finish it, 
was on life support so many different times. And um, we had funding drop out. We did a, a crowd campaign, a crowdfunding campaign that really didn't go anywhere. Um, and we got lucky enough to have some investors come in. And then we make this film, and then the um, director and producer decides not to finish it. So it's the people that kind of stuck with it from the beginning, or uh, that stuck with it to get it to that end. And now it has a sequel. And what's even more amazing now is we're going to do a third one. And then next Kapow, you're gonna ha there's going to be a documentary that we're doing called The Good, the Bad, and the Bloody. And it's going to document <laughs> <laughs> this whole time making these low-budget horror films. Because we have a lot of footage of us just crying and running around <laughs> trying to make things work. Any questions? Um, are you going to have uh, some merchandise? Can we get a Bloody Bobby? We, um, especially with the second one, um, yeah. we do some Dr. Frank Goldbutter zombie barf uh, candies. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and um, definitely, um, even the producer of Black Pumpkin, after she kind of saw everything, goes, we need like Halloween costumes. Yeah, we'll Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Get those buttons. Um, we're, we're pretty much making a very low budget franchise. And just, it, it's, it's a lot of hard work when you're making like an indie horror film for like no money but when you're done you're very proud of yourself because there's some stuff that you pull out that looks amazing on screen you're thinking wow like we did that and it's just like thinking on your feet and you know no matter what you're going to be proud of it yeah there are actually some bloody body dolls i have in a box that's right we have teddy bears too teddy somewhere. bears yes <laughs> for our fundraiser yes for, for the fundraiser we had uh, anybody any other questions well, guys, thank you so much for coming out and seeing two films. If you guys want to come out, get your picture taken on the uh, backdrop for Cal. We'd we'll love to have you. Again, thank you so much. All right, and then we also have Bloody Bobby up there. So if you want to take your picture next to the Bloody Bobby costume. Uh, all right. So my question is, can I get like free merch? Oh, free merch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who's collecting this? Congrats! It looks good. That's good that stuff, man. It's um, yeah, and it's still like not perfect because yes. we have like all the audio that we did everything like in the last week just to get it on the screen. Yeah. It's like the edits someone there. We're gonna like just massage it. But it already has distribution. We're ready to go to like the next one. You know, you know, Kurt on his uh, show tonight. I know. No, no. <laughs> You're not working in there. I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now, now we can have like in memory of or we'll just show like YouTube videos of some pork chop joints. We can just like take a bunch of photos of me with like uh, around the place and like a memory of pork chop joints and put that up on his. Oh, yeah. Nice. Did you see the house? Well, I, guess I, I guess I did. I don't know why you weren't up there, Nikki says. Uh, no. You were in it. I don't know where Kurt went. I have his phone. Um, I think I, hopefully I turned it off, because there's some foul language that was set up there just now. I think I turned it off. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Nice little giblets. Yeah, what, are, what are those? Pins. These are, yeah, oh. these are little buttons. Did I give you one? No, give me oh, one. Oh, good, yes, good. absolutely. Did I give you one yet? Here, oh, yes, I did. Good to see you again. Did I give you one of these yet? Oh, you did? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so good to see this you. Is my, <laughs> this is my friend, Christina. Yeah. Weren't no. you the set teacher? No. No. What? How did I meet you? Did I did I meet I you before? Just now. No way. It's a... You got a doppelganger out there. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming out. Doki did great, didn't he? He was so good with his with his character. Oh, sir, sir, excuse me, sir. That's for you. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, your nails are awesome. Aren't they cooler? They're very cool. Oh my God. Do I want to about it? Oh good. About um the. I had told her about. Um, oh my God! How are you doing? <laughs> you came out and see the show. I know, I did. Oh my oh, God! Just a second. Oh my God! Yes, it is. And um. Oh my God, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, a force ghost, maybe. Is he busy? Oh, did I give him one of these too? Did I? I gave you one, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah I got a couple. What I did. There you go. Stop your prank, Blue Butter Zombie Bar. Yeah. You're welcome. Did you, no, did you get one of these yet? I did not. This is the candy pin. Yes. Oh, thank you. I have one. Right? Oh, right. I'll take another one. Oh, I only have time for five minutes for the geeks reference. Oh, that's for you. That's for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, did I get you one yet? No, that's thank you. Who are we with? Who's my Oh, that's John Marshall. Mike's um, already did the production design. Oh, there. Kurt, get oh, in yeah. there. Wait, yeah. stop. Sorry. Ask her. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's do it. Let's do it. Very good. Very good. Oh, no, I won't. He's like, please don't go. Please don't go. Oh, yeah. I think Jen is still holding my Yeah, where's your dad? Hey, where's your dad? He's right there. Mike. 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 Get your, More than a microphone. Did I give you one of these yet? Our deep depth. Where's Griffin? Oh, yeah. Where did Jen Mathiasen go? Oh, we go. We're all here. I'm the only half Asian. I think The bird? I did a burst. Did someone blink? That's okay. Do it. You can do another one. Everyone blink. We won't melt. All right. 
That's a real deal, folks. Look at that. Black and white. Oh my god. Damn. Where did these models escape from? <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? Dude, dude, you're so. Yeah, I think, like, I think, like, he is such a great actor. Thank you. 